This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, where we take data and convert it into fantasy success. No bias, no hot takes, only victory. This is the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast, and now your host, Dustin Chandry. Welcome to episode 46 of the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Chandry. For today's episode, we will be looking at players you should not be afraid to start in week 13. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you, you can follow and interact with the show on Twitter. We are at FFAlchemistPod. Now verified, again, we are at FFAlchemistPod. You can also email the show with any questions at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. Now, with most leagues gearing up for the final week of the regular season and the playoff push, the NFL has six teams on by this week in Week 13. That includes the Bills, Ravens, Vikings, Bears, Raiders, and Giants. So starting at the quarterback position, obviously that'll exclude players like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields as as weekly options. So a number of teams are probably looking at the waiver wire or at least a quarterback two option to start. My recommendation for week 13 is going to be Packers quarterback Jordan Love, who, according to ESPN, is listed as quarterback 12 on the week. Of course, with this episode, I like to target quarterbacks and tight ends outside the top 10 and then running backs and wide receivers outside the top 20. So Jordan Love is my pick outside the top 10 this week as a recommended start. Now, the last few weeks, Jordan Love has played a lot better. I've noted on yesterday's key observations and trends episode from week 12 that his completion percentage has risen dramatically since their week six bye. Prior to uh, week six through the first five weeks of the season, Jordan Love had a completion percentage of 56%, which was one of the worst in the league through the first month of the season. However, in six games coming out of the bye, Love has not only increased his passing attempts by an average of three additional attempts a game, but his completion percentage has jumped to 64%. And in the last two games, he's been above 67%. Of course, on Thanksgiving, he looked really good. He was 22 of 32 for 268, three touchdowns, another 39 yards rushing. He had almost 27 fantasy points, which was the best of his career. Now, most importantly, and why I'm recommending Love, over the last three weeks, Jordan Love has averaged 22.1 fantasy points per game. That is sixth best among all quarterbacks on a points-per-game basis, again, over the last three weeks. Now I'll switch and focus on the one tight end recommendation for the week. Again, I like to target a tight end start outside the top 10. And of course, this will be challenging, just like with the quarterback position, because you have six teams on by, and that includes players like Dalton Kincaid, TJ Hawkinson, and Cole Komet, all guys uh, who would be inside the top 10. But the player I'm going to recommend... <clears throat> is Saints tight end Jawan Johnson, who's listed as tight end 12 currently, according to ESPN. Now, there's a lot of injuries right now among the wide receiver core for New Orleans. Of course, Michael Thomas has been on IR. And in Week 12, both Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid, they both left that game uh, with different injuries. Of course, Olave had the concussion. Shahid, I think, had a thigh injury. But because of that, Jawan Johnson actually ran the most routes of any Saints wide receiver or tight end in Week 12. In that game, he had a season-high seven targets, he had an 18% target share, and he had a 21% target per route run rate. Now, only a handful of other tight ends in the league had better marks in Week 12 
than Jawan Johnson. Of course, a lot of those players uh, would be ranked well inside the top 10 of weekly for, of weekly rankings. Now, even with guys like Kincaid and Hawkinson commit on by this week, Johnson is still ranked tight end 12. Now, you're going to have to monitor the health of multiple Saints position players throughout the week, particularly Alave and Shahid. But if at least one of those players, Alave or Shahid, were to be out, you should not be afraid to start Jawan Johnson as a bi-week fill-in. Now, as for the running back unit, I like to target running backs outside the top 20 with recommended starts. I have two that are ranked in between 24 and 30 this week. First, I'm going to start with Dolphins running back Raheem Mostert, who is currently running back 24. Now, keep in mind, Devon Achan could return to action in week 13, but in the games where Achan played, he and Mostert were basically splitting snaps 50-50, and both were producing fantasy points uh, with each other on the field. Now, Mostert, he has had over 20 rushing attempts in back-to-back games. He sprinkled in a handful of targets to go with it. And if Achan were to miss week 13, then I think Mostert is a top 20 must-start. But even with Achan back in the lineup, I think Mostert can be a solid option as your running back two or flex for week 13. My other running back recommendation outside the top 20 this week is Devin Singletary of the Houston Texans. He is currently running back 28 uh, on the week 13 rankings. Now he's matched up with the Denver Broncos, who are dead last uh, with point with the most points given up to opposing running backs in the league. Of course, that is inflated. They were just terrible to start the year through the first month of the season. Miami torched them for an, an, an historic amount of points to running backs. Both HN and Mostert obviously both went over 40 in that game. Now the Broncos have been more league average uh, to opposing running backs over the last six weeks, but still. Uh, at least a moderate to favorable matchup. Now, as for Singletary, last week, with the return of Damian Pierce, Singletary still played 49 snaps to 11 for Damian Pierce. That's a snap rate of 82% to 18%. Now, I thought this might look closer to a 2-to-1 snap rate for Singletary, but it turned out to be closer to a 4-to-1 rate uh, in favor of Singletary. So you had a 4-to-1 snap rate lead, almost 50-50 in carries last week, but when you include targets... Singletary's total opportunities was about a 2-1 lead. And even though Singletary and Pierce saw a near-even amount of carries in that game, Singletary had a stranglehold on valuable carries like the goal line, third down, two-minute drill. And even though Singletary only had 18 rushing yards on six attempts last week, he still scored 13 fantasy points due to his receiving volume. Now, I think Singletary should still remain in your starting lineups, And I think his drop in fantasy production compared to the previous two weeks where he went over 20 points in each of those two games, I think that had to do more with the Texans' overall performance and was not a reflection of Damian Pierce's return to the lineup. Keep in mind, since week nine, when when Singletary started playing over 75% of snaps, Singletary is in the top five of all running backs in the league in rushing attempts and rushing yards. He is playing a heavy RB1 role in one of the league's best fantasy offenses. And then lastly, I have three recommendations this week for wide receivers you should start that are ranked outside the top 20. And interesting enough, all three of these guys are rookies. And I'll start with the highest of the group, and that is Puka Nakua of the LA Rams. He is ranked wide receiver 27 right now, according to ESPN for week 13. Now on paper, this is a really bad matchup with Cleveland, which has allowed the fewest points in the league to opposing wide receivers. But Here's what I like about Nakua. Check out his consistent utilization over the last four games. He has been between seven to eight targets in each of the last four games. He has a 25% target share. He has a 25% target per route run rate. 
those week-to-week deltas have remained very constant. The Rams have the second highest target share to the wide receiver group in the league at 71%. Over the last four weeks, Nakua has 28% of the team's air yards. In the last two, he's at, he was at 45% and 35% respectively over the last two games. Now, of course, Matt Stafford just had a four-touchdown game. Two of them went to the running back, Kyron Williams, who previously only had one receiving touchdown prior to last week. And then the other two touchdowns went to tight end Tyler Higbee, who also had no touchdowns prior to last week. I think there is positive regression coming for Puka Nakua. This offense, I think, is clicking after what we saw last week. And I would expect more fantasy points to be funneled to the wide receiver group with Puka Nakua at the top of the chain. Option two this week, and I can't believe I'm becoming kind of a Josh Downs stand, stands account, but... I just keep recommending Downs every week because I think the market is just underranking him. Right now, he is listed as wide receiver 30 uh, on the Week 13 rankings, according to ESPN. He has a really good matchup with the Tennessee Titans, who rank 27th. That's fifth worst in opposing points to wide receivers. Now, as for Downs, he had his highest target per route run rate of the season last week in Week 12 at 43%. He got a target on over two out of every five routes run. He only scored nine fantasy points last week, but he had a season-high 13 targets. Now, he only caught five of those 13 for a 39% catch rate. That was well below his season average. Now, I think Josh Downs appears to be fully healthy. His target rate spiked last week. I expect his catch rate to regress positively, and it's a very strong matchup against Tennessee. So for those reasons, I like Josh Downs as a start this week. And then the last recommendation will be Chiefs rookie wide receiver Rasheed Rice, who is wide receiver 32 right now on ESPN's Week 13 rankings. Now, I also noted in yesterday's Key Observations and Trends episode that I thought Rasheed Rice could be on the verge of a breakout because what we saw in Week 12, he had a season-high 10 targets on a season-high 67% snap rate. I still think there's more opportunity to come if his snap rate continues to climb. Last week, we also saw a season and career high 31% target share that was higher than Travis Kelsey and Rice had a 30% air yard share in that game. Uh, Rice had a strong 37% target per route run rate uh, on Sunday in, in week 12. Now Rice has had similar outings with a strong per route run rate but those came on smaller sample sizes right smaller route numbers. We're now beginning to see his snap and route volume participation increase but his per route measurements are holding. Because of that, that is why I think you could be on the verge of a breakout if, if Rasheed Rice continues to see his snap rate climb, his targets continue to climb with it, and he holds a very strong target share and a target per route run rate. You could see a spike here down the stretch for Chiefs wide receiver Rasheed Rice. So that'll wrap up episode 46 of the Fantasy Alchemist podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. We'll be back with additional episodes next week to look at key observations and trends from around the league in week 13, but also get you ready for the playoffs uh, as we enter week 14 of the NFL season. So for Dustin Chander signing off here at the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. You can follow the pod on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod or email us at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com.